Do you have a plan for 2024 or does that idea freak you out? Are you like not a planner? Do you have big goals already? Let's talk about moving into the year 2024. Let's keep calm and mother on. Mothering is way too important to do alone and way too serious to be serious all the time. My name is Christy Thomas, and I am here shoulder to shoulder with you, mothering and enjoying life together. This is the podcast where you can focus on being mindful and taking a deep breath with me and learning new things so you can pause and savor the amazing life you already have. I wanted to talk to you about 2024 and having a plan for it because you know that I have moved, if you're a longtime listener here, I have moved many times across the country with my husband's military orders. And I think that we can take some real life moving tips to help us move into the next year. When I'm when my family is moving, one of the things I love the most is the anticipation of all of the things to come and, you know, and planning a little bit about like new places to explore and people to meet and things they want to try and do that are different for that region. And when I think about the new year, that's the energy I'm bringing into 2024, the anticipation of trying new things. The anticipation about 2024 is not about an outcome for me and any of my goals. It's about becoming. It's about being a beginner and getting lost in mistakes and trying new things and letting myself feel it all. Okay, so let's talk about the actual tips that I have for moving cross country that can help us move into 2024. First, I want to say, just like I do every time I talk to a mom who's in the middle of moving, this is stressful. You like wrapping up a whole year, wrapping up a life in one place is a stressful event. So take the time to reflect. That's number one. When you're moving, you really want to review your stuff before you move. You want to know your high value items. You want to know what's really important and what you want to carry in your car with you versus what you want the movers to pack for you. If you're doing um, a move with professional movers. Okay. So the equivalent here of wrapping up 2023 is to look at your photos Go through each month of the year. What stands out to you? What were the moments that really mattered? What do you want more of? Are there moments that you need to take the time to print right now? Because those moments matter to you and they're not worth a whole lot just in digital form. So how can you get some photos that are recent up around your house? And what themes do you notice when you're looking at those most valuable things and reviewing your stuff, your high value items? Is the theme people? Is the theme adventure, novelty? Is the theme that you really learned how to rock pickleball this year or ukulele or what art classes or, oh, maybe you're a sourdough bread awesome maker, or you have a hundred chickens, whatever it is, find your theme and just label it. It's so good. 
Every place that I've lived has taught me something different about myself and about my family and about my kids and about that moment of time. And that's why it's so hard when people ask me, like, where would you move back to? What's your favorite place? And the favorite place is the one that I'm in. Because when you go back to somewhere that you've already been, you know it's changed. It's not the same anymore. So review your stuff so we can pack up 2023 well and take care of those high priority items. If you are feeling like you need to do a brain dump, that is part of the next step. Okay. Step two is to tend to all the important documents. Do a brain dump. Write down everything that's inside of your brain, write and write and write, and then go through and quickly scratch out the things that can just be deleted. Scratch out the things that you can, or put a star next to the things that can be delegated, either to other family members or to coworkers, or you pass the buck on to someone else, or you pay to have it done. Okay. Delegate, delete. And then assign a due date for some of the things, right? Um, and for some of those things, that's the delay part where you move it into the future, but you put a date on it. <laughs> and then the fourth D is due, where you make a plan and you just get it done. Okay. You give yourself like a week, two weeks. And if it's not in that two week window, then it's on that delay list. So delete, delegate, delay, and do. So you got the brain dump done, and now you need to look at your calendar for the next year. If you use a paper calendar, you really need to sit down and flip through the past year and make sure that you write down any birthdays, any upcoming doctor appointments that you already have scheduled. Maybe you are already planning a trip for later this summer or a move, and you can start to anticipate that. When we take the time to anticipate things, we're actually building enjoyment into it. If Okay, so the example here is that they studied people who take vacations, and people who take vacations are happier than those who don't take vacations. And the happiness peak actually happens not during the vacation, because, you know, there's some stress of the travel and the tummy bugs and all the things, right? And there's a little bit of happiness after the vacation and reminiscing and talking about those memories and you're glad you did it. But the most important happiness boost from taking a vacation is actually in the anticipation of the vacation, the anticipation of the thing of joy that you're looking forward to. So one, review your stuff. Two, get your documents ready. Brain dump, change your calendar, take yourself on a date. If it helps you to do this, go get a nice drink, get some fancy pens and post-it notes and just get it done. And that rolls into number three with the anticipation is the dream. Okay. Talk about the upcoming year with your people with your spouse, your parents, your kids, your brother, um, your sister, what people, your book club, okay? Maybe you have some coaches that you want to hire for the year. I'm looking at doing that for 2024. There are some areas of growth that I would like to dream about 
and, and give myself some more support. So the fun part is looking at all the options of what can happen in 2024, but that's also the stressful part too, right? The overwhelming part is when there are too many options. So take the time and figure out what really matters to you. You can't do it all at the same time. So maybe this is when you want to think about having a word of the year, and that will help you narrow down what you want to focus on. Maybe you want to have a feeling of the year or a color of the year. Whatever it is, you get to dream here about what your 2024 is going to be about. Remember, it's about becoming. It's about allowing yourself to be the amazing, fantastic mom and human that I already know you are. You have so many choices and so many options. And maybe you want to do something big and scary, a giant goal, like I did in 2023 of 75 hard and trying for the 75 hard year, which I failed, by the way, because of my ear infection. Um, cause there's no wiggle room in that last phase three challenge, but maybe I'll do it again next year in 2024, but 75 hard and trying for that goal really taught me how to better invest in myself in the season that I'm in with the ages and stages of the kids that I have. I really was able to find time to exercise twice a day for 45 minutes I really was able to do random acts of kindness and talk to strangers. I really was able to do a lot more than um, than I gave myself the option of doing. So that was maybe you want a big, giant, scary goal like 75 hard. Or maybe you want to try a running streak. Or maybe you have a, a book a week goal. Or you want to see live um, concerts goal, or you want to visit so many states or countries goal, whatever it is, dream about it, talk about it with your people. Okay. And then step four is to actually put some, put something on paper and to make a plan and to sign up. And that's where the anticipation is really allowed to be. When you sign up for something, you're committing to it. You're saying, this is a value to me. I love this. <coughs> Excuse me. And and that's great. For number four this year, the anticipate and sign up step, I've decided I'm not probably gonna do a 75 hard or a seven the hard, live hard year this year. Instead I'm gonna do 30 day stretches publicly with great intention. My word for 2024 is process. <laughs> and there's a lot of different ways you can use that word. But I want to use it in all the ways. And one of the big ways is just trying new things out and sticking to the process and and seeing where things fall when you follow through with things. And also feeling feelings and processing feelings, right? Um, anyways, lots of ways to use that word. Right now, the big goal is process versus outcome for me. Because there are so few things that I can control. Maybe this is being 42 and having enough life experience to know that there are so many surprise twists from 2023 of growth moments and just amazing things that happened that I wouldn't have predicted. Some 
worldwide horrific things that happened that I wouldn't have terrific, wouldn't have predicted. And I have so little control over it all. So I want to have my hands and my heart wide open. And so I'm sticking to 30-day goals. And I'm just going to jump in. Number five is to jump in and be a beginner, to get lost, to make some anchor points, to get messy, to make mistakes. When I moved to this area that we live in now, um, it was in December of 2021, and there was a Christmas pig on my street at the corner that I needed to turn. And that was my anchor over and over again. I would just look for that pig in the person's front yard to know that I was almost to my brand new house. So look for little anchors that you can hold on to to let you know you're going in the right direction. For me, that's going to be using a tracker and trying out simple but very doable tasks. In fact, um, the first one here in January is a laughter a day challenge. I want to laugh every day. I have this phrase, right? That motherhood is too serious to be serious all the time. But man, the world feels so serious. And I've had some big goals with writing the book and starting back to a a part-time teaching job that, and my kids are looking at colleges and all sorts of things, right? So life feels serious. And I need to remind myself that it doesn't have to be serious all the time. And so that's where this 30-day goal comes in for January for me. I have a book picked out and I have some TED Talks and some family-friendly comedy and some, you know, articles to convince me why laughter is important because it is. Do you know that a kid laughs on average 300 times a day, but an adult only laughs 17 and a half? Really? 17 and a half. Like, that's so sad, guys. And laughter is really great for your body. It lowers our stress. It increases our immune function. It um, helps us be more spontaneous and less defensive. There's just so many good things. It reduces our stress. It improves our mood, strengthens resilience eases anxiety and tension. It can help you heal faster. It can help you have a stronger heart. Anyways, laughter, laughter, laughter. I have a sign-up page, Christy Thomas Coaching. Yeah, I'm messing that up. Anyways, this is a one-take episode, so let's keep going. Um, you can find the sign-up page for the Laugh Challenge in the show notes. In fact, that is your self-care today is to sign up for the Laugh Challenge and review your photos. That is the self-care for this episode. Review your photos. Take credit for what was good for 2023 and what broke your heart and what you can grow from. And the family fun is to watch something funny together. Be funny together. Maybe put on a skit. Use ChatGBT to help you. ChatGPT? I don't know how to say it. Use AI to help you write a funny skit to do as a family. Let your kids see you let your hair down. Motherhood isn't so serious to be serious all the time. Don't let dads be all the funny ones all the time. We know that moms have our hearts 
but our kids need to see that moms have a sense of humor too. Maybe it's a personality thing for me that it's hard to relax into humor, but I don't think I'm alone here. So I hope that you join me for this 30 days of laughter in the month of January. You have always been exactly the right mom for your kids. I'm so glad that you are here on earth at the same moment as I am. If you want to reach out for coaching in 2023, if you want to talk about the book, You're the Right Mom for Your Kids, found on Amazon in paper and in Kindle, let me know. I'm here for all of it. I'm here to cheer you on and support you. Motherhood is too important to do alone. So I'm glad we're here together. Let's keep calm and mother on together.